Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? It's Go Tell Lisa Podcast with Lisa Waldron. Hi everyone, it is I, Lisa Waldron. Guys, this did happen. You know, I was so upset about this. I I know someone out there can relate. But you're probably wondering, what am I talking about? Let me tell you, let me tell you. So I did a video the other day about me cleaning the car. I clean my car occasionally, right? And I try to tidy up, but to film it is a whole nother story. So here I am, the car was filthy, you know. Finally took it to get it clean because the weather has just been rainy, snowy, all over the place. To When I say all over the place, it is all over the place. It's hot, cold, hot, cold. So I finally found a sunny day and, and everyone rushed out to get their cars clean because it was a sunny, warm day. And have you ever cleaned something and you just want to enjoy that cleanness for a little bit? My gosh, it even lasted a day, you know, and my son, I, I, I was just like, he, we were all in the in the car and I I think we were picking yeah I was picking him up from work and we were in the car and when I when he came out the car you know I had the dogs with me as well and I lay a blanket in the back and everything and when he came out the car I saw one little um like dirt or speck or something and I was like <gasps> and he's like oh you're just reaching but I'm like can it just be for a day? And now it's what, three days later, I'm, I'm finding like dust again on the mats. Yes, I know that's what the mats are for is to, you know, for when the dust from your shoes because the weather's been all over the place. But then I find that he was eating something. He left the bag in the car. All I ask is that you clean up after yourself and recognize that if your mother spent all this time to clean the car, at least let it be clean for at least a day or two. That's all I ask. Now, on to this episode. Hi, beautiful people. Hi, everyone. On today's episode, it's going to be another story time, but this time it's going to be something taken from the Bible. And I like to read a passage or so from the Bible because I feel, people, that we don't read enough as before. I think um, that's just my opinion. So let's get started today. And I want to pick something that's different, um, something that we can ponder on. So I just picked this randomly and um, let's see what, what message it brings to you or if it can start family discussions or maybe it's food for thought or maybe it just encourages you to pick up the Bible or pick up any book and start reading it as well. Today, I am reading from the New International Version. I like reading from that version. Um, that just means the verbiage is a little bit different than King James and some other version. But whatever version, it is from the book of Judges, Judges chapter 11. Let's get started. And forgive me if I mispronounce these names, the names that they had back in the day, but I'll try my best. Jephthah the Galadite was a mighty warrior. His father was Galad. His mother was a prostitute. 
Gilead's, Galad, Gilead's wife also bore him sons. And when they were grown up, they drove Jephthah away. You are not going to get any inheritance in our family, they said, because you are the son of another woman. So Jephthah fled from his brothers and settled in the land of Tob, where a gang of scroungers gathered around him and followed him. Sometime later, when the Ammonites were fighting against Israel, the elders of Gilead went to Jephthah from the land of Tob. Come, they said, be our commander so we can fight the Ammonites. Jephthah said to them, didn't you hate me and drive me from my father's house? Why do you come to me now when you're in trouble? The elders of Gilead said to him, Nevertheless, we are turning to you now. Come with us to fight the Ammonites, and you will be the head over all of us who live in Gilead. Jephthah answered, Suppose you took me back to fight the Ammonites, or Ammonites, and the Lord gives them to me. Will I really be your head? The elders of Gilead replied, The Lord is our witness. We will certainly do as you say. So Jephthah went with the elders of Gilead, and the people made him head and commander over them. And he repeated all the words before the Lord in Massaph. When Jephthah went, when Jephthah sent messengers to Ammonite king with the question, What do you have against me that you have attacked my country? The king of the Ammonites said, Jephthah's messengers, when Israel came out of Egypt, they took away my land from the Arnon to Jephthah all the way to Jordan. Now give it back peacefully. Jephthah sent back messengers to the Ammonites king, saying, this is what Jephthah says. Israel, do not take the land of Moab or the land of the Ammonites. But when they came out of Egypt, Israel went through the wilderness to the Red Sea and on to Gadesh. Then Israel sent messengers to the king of Edom, saying, Give us permission to go through your country. But the king of Edom would not listen. They sent also to the king of Moab, and he refused. So Israel stayed at Kadesh. Next they traveled through the wilderness, skirted the lands of Edom and Moab, passed along the eastern side of the country of Moab, and camped on the other side of Arnon. They did not enter the territory of Moab, for the Arnon was its border. 
Then Israel sent messengers to Shion, king of the Armenites, who ruled Heshbon, and said to him, Let us pass through your country to our own place. Sihon, however, did not trust Israel to pass through his territory. He mustered all his troops and encamped at Jahaz and fought with Israel. Then the Lord, the God of Israel, gave Sion and his whole army into Israel's hands, and they defeated them. Israel took over all the land of the Armenites who lived in that country, capturing all of it from the Arnon to the Jabbok and from the desert to the Jordan. Now, since the Lord, the God of Israel, has driven the Armenites out before his people Israel, what right have you to take it over? Will you not take what our God Shermash gives you? Likewise, whatever the Lord our God has given you, we will possess it. Are you any better than Balak, son of Zippor, king of Moab? Did he ever quarrel with Israel or fight with them? For 300 years, Israel occupied Heshron, Arsur, the surrounding settlements, and all the towns along the Arnon. Why didn't you retake them during that time? I have not wronged you, but you are doing me wrong by waging war against me. Let the Lord, the judge, decide the dispute this day between the Israelites and the Armenites. The king of Ammon said, the king of Ammon, however, paid no attention to the message Jephthah sent him. Then the Spirit of the Lord came on Jephthah. He crossed Gilead and Manasseh, Manasseh passed through Mizpah of Gilead and from there he advanced against the Armenites, the Ammonites. And Jephthah made a vow to the Lord. If you give me the Ammonites, into my hands, whatever comes out of the door of my house to meet me when I return in triumph from the Ammonites will be the Lord's, and I will sacrifice it as a burnt offering. Then Jephthah went over to fight the Ammonites, and the Lord gave them into his hands. Devastated 20 towns from Arar to the vicinity of Menithi, as far as Abel Karanim, thus Israel subdued Amnon. When Jebethev returned to his home in Mizpah, who should come out to meet him but his daughter, dancing to the sound of the timbrels. She was an only child. Except for her, 
he had neither son nor daughter. When he saw her, he tore his clothes and cried, Oh no, my daughter, you have brought me down and I am devastated. I have made a vow to the Lord that I cannot break. My father, she replied, you have given your word to the Lord. Do to me just as you promised. Now the Lord has avenged you of your enemies, the Ammonites. But grant me this one request, she said. Give me two months to roam the hills and weep with my friends because I will never marry. You may go, he said, and he let her go for two months. She and her friends went into the hills and wept because she would never marry. After the two months, she returned to her father and he did to her as he vowed, and she was a virgin. From this comes the Israelite tradition that each year the young women of Israel go out for four days to commemorate the daughter of Jephthah, the Galadite. This ends the reading of Judges chapter 11 from the Bible. Normally I would do a recap um, of what my what I felt when I was reading it. As I mentioned to you guys that, you know, a lot of the names can be, I know I'm probably mispronouncing the names, you know, I wish they had, you know, some Bibles do where you can break down the word and try and pronounce it. So forgive me if I mispronounce the names. Um, but it, this was a very interesting story as I was reading it. Um, I've never read this, um, passage before, but as I was reading it, um, the first thing, I don't know if it came to your minds as well, because now in 2022, in this present day in our lives, there is a kind of a war going on, you know, between Russia and, um, you know, Russia trying to take over Ukraine and it's interesting as I was reading it, you know, with the wars, you know, back then in the day, it doesn't even matter what time period you're in. There's always going to be some kind of scuffle or some kind of war or something. Um, You know, it, it always boils down to power. It always boils down to jealousy, it always boils down to a woman, you know, as far as, you know, a lot of the fights back then is because of power, because of, you know, a woman of love triangle, whatever the case may be. But this was an interesting story in Judges, you know, and um, it also shows how you can overcome something as big as a war as well if you believe in the right person, which is God, you know. And back in the days, sometimes people felt, I feel like... um you know, it's kind of like a bargain deal, like, God, if you get me out of this situation, I will do X, Y, and Z. I have said it before. I have done it before in my life, you know, if you get me out of this situation, I will do, you know, and it's little acts and stuff, but 
I've never done something where back in the day, you know, like they actually literally sacrifice people, you know, cause that, sh- that was a big thing back then, you know, but I think sometimes in life that we feel so hopeless in the moment, you know, um, it's like we have to, um, make a bargain and a deal with God, you know, to get us out of this. And it's also interesting. And, and, when I look back at it and and look at and read through these stories also, it's also to say that, um, you know, sometimes a sacrifice is not needed. We just need to have faith and believe. But sometimes there are bad people and bad things in the world that happen. And, you know, and sometimes we do ask the questions, like some of the questions that was asked, you know, what have you against me that you have attacked my country? I'm sure Ukraine is feeling that way, you know, um, other places that have gone in wars and situations before, even in your current job, even in your home, even wherever you are and you're being attacked, you know, you're probably asking the same question, you know, and, um, I hope that this story, um, reveals something to you to say that, you know, even though it is a bad time, we will overcome it, you know, um, with God's help and God will send you the, the right people in your lives. We just have to be receptive and open to it. And, um, this is why we always say that we pray for peace, you know, but we never know a person's heart. We don't know what they're going through, what made them make the decisions, you know, in life. But hopefully, hopefully we all can get back on the right track and um, live a peaceful life as well. I hope that you guys enjoyed this quick story time. Let me know in the comments or um, what your feedback is um, or what you think about it. I feel like I want to read some more um, of the story, but, uh, you know, of this chapter and I will. But what happened, guys, is that regardless, if you take note of also one last note, if you take note of What happened, even though they came out of their victory, they had already made a promise with God and they kept their, and they kept their promise. It's so many times we, you probably said something to somebody and you figure that, oh, I'm good now and I don't need to keep my word and people take it another way. You can look at it that way as well. I think you know, even his daughter said the same thing. Oh no, you have to keep your word with God because that's what it is. But I love that she, um, you know, asked him for the two months and, and she realized this is the will and that's what have to happen because he did make that promise. A lot of times nowadays, it's like lots of people are in situations and they may say, oh, let me borrow some money or can you do this for me? And then when they get their way, they don't fulfill what they said to the person, you know? And it's like, that can cause animosity. That can cause a war. That can cause a fight. That can cause so much unnecessariness if we just keep the word. And then part of me want to say, don't even make the deal at all, you know, because, but we're now in a place in this world where, you can't even trust the good. You can't even trust the bad. I What I mean by that is that so many bad things are in this world right now that the good 
are doing good, but it's not looked at as being good. Everyone is questioning everything and, you know, everyone is looking at everyone's side eyes and doing everything. And, and we just need to get back to a place, guys. We just need to get back to our place. It starts with ourselves. It starts within our home. It starts with the people in our home. The animals in our home, whoever's in your home, everyone, we all need to be in the same one accord. And that one accord is to live spiritually right. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, especially when you haven't been doing the right thing. But once you start looking at yourself, I myself have been doing that too. And it's so hard when you're trying to do right and people always bringing up, you know, you know, this about you and stuff in the past. And it's like, what, what age are we at? At what century you're talking about something from when I was a teenager, from when I was a child, but I'm now this age. Come on. You know what I mean? But it's like, you have to ask the questions. What have I wronged you? What have I said to you? What have I done to you to make you feel this way to hold on to these things all these years? You know what I mean? Guys, it could be the littlest minute things people harbor in their hearts that you don't even think is significant. And I think I talked about this before. And people hold on to stuff because they want to hold on to that hatred in their heart and stuff that's not even of importance instead of letting it go and trying to live a peaceful life. You know what I mean? And nobody on this earth is perfect, nobody, but we all strive to be perfect. We all strive to walk and talk and do the right thing. But sometimes you just need to separate yourself from people that's always going to constantly bring you down, you know? And especially when they see that you're trying to do good, walk good, and live a peaceful life, people are not happy when they see that you're happy and successful, And it's like, you have to remember that it's not your problem, it's their problem. I hope that this chapter um, resonated. I wasn't going to talk that much about it, but it seems like I needed to say that to somebody out there, you know what I mean? But you just never know. And maybe we need to ask that question to everybody. What have I done to you? What have I wronged you? Why you want to take over, you know, I'm sure people that are going through wars and situations like that, scenarios that they feel they can't get out to. Remember, you always have God. God will never disappoint you as much as people will. Always lean on God, trust in God, and love yourself and love God. Until next time, guys, you've been listening to Go to Lisa Podcast with Lisa Waldron, where you can find a new episode each week by typing in Go the number 10, followed by L-I-S-A. Go 10 Lisa podcast is all one word. Go 10 Lisa is all one word, followed by podcast. Go 10 Lisa can be found on any podcast app. Until next time, guys. Peace, love. Bye.